<laughs> I'm Aaron. Nice to meet you. Oh shit! They can see me doing that. Never mind. <laughs> that was the problem with that bit. Yeah, it totally was. The fact that there was no. Uh, it would have worked. They would have believed that Aaron had turned into some kind of Muppet. Would have gotten away for it too if it wasn't for that meddling split screen. <laughs> uh, it's good stuff. So this is interesting. Uh, it's a new era. It's a dawn of a new era. Bald move. We've got a new mixer because that last one was starting to be becoming a staticky bullshit mess. Uh, we got we've gotten about two and a half years out of every one of our mixers. Yeah. And that's yeah. not bad, but we decided we want to go for, for better. Uh, we went away from the Behringer, and we went a little bit more professional grade. Got a Focusrite. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you still have the box? Oh, I got the box over here. In case yeah. you didn't know. Or you haven't been uh, keeping track of what's going on in the forums, this is what we end up getting. It's a Scarlett 18i8, which is 18 inputs, 8 outputs. Although with 18 inputs, you can't do all 8 at the same time. So what are they playing at? All 18 inputs? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. But it's like one no. of those things where it's like horsepower. Those what four is, on the front are, how are actually how, eight. How are you defining the horsepower? All that kind of thing. Yeah. But we're really impressed with this. Um, I I am so far. Like, I feel like there's less noise on the track. We, I mean, we could probably even get away without doing noise reduction at this point. Yeah. I'm wondering what kind of toll it's going to take on our video machine here because it's looking a little... Is it? A little choppy. Is it a little yeah. choppy? Oh. Well, it's also a new era because this is round about our first anniversary of Lunch with Jim and Aaron, yeah? Because we started yep. off with pumpkin carving, and now we're back. I think it's we're a couple weeks later than we were last week or last year, but uh, we're here to carve some more pumpkins. It's, yeah. it's the favorite part of Jim's year. Oh, yeah. I love he carving pumpkins. He gets so excited about the pumpkin carving. There's nothing I love more than carving a pumpkin with For a like, microphone like the in last, my way. The last p- month or two, he's been saying, oh, man, it's about that time. Yep, because my first one turned out so great. <laughs> the second um, one is really going to knock people out of their socks. So, yeah, what um, we're going to fire up the Q&A app and let you guys submit questions and stuff, and we're going to carve this pumpkin, and uh, we're going to have a duel. Who can who can win the pumpkin carve-off? <laughs> um, something the else. man who's already carved a pumpkin this year, by the way. I'm at least 10 hours into my 10,000 gladwell hours to be a world-class pumpkin carver easily yeah um but i want to show some pumpkins that this would be my groundhog day where i like repeat this day over and over and by the end i have a fucking masterpiece of a pumpkin 3d carved yeah you know with the intricate yeah i kind of actually want to try one of those next year because i'm getting especially with a pumpkin this thick yeah like you got a good inch and a half wall to work with easy uh these are heavy pumpkins heavy ass pumpkins like they're 20 pounds a piece Something like that. Yeah. Um, I want to show you some pumpkin carbon action from this year. Uh, this was the Kirkland, uh, oops, I'm sorry, the Hubbardland uh, <laughs> pumpkin, a, a fall collection of pumpkins. This was carved by Cecily. Uh, kind of phoned it in, but I think she was super busy getting this haunted house thing prepped for her mom, and she went for broke on the clever. It's a pumpkin pie. Mine won't be that good, I can tell you that. Uh, my son... Uh, see if I can. I can't see for that fucking scarecrow. Can, got it. Can you lay you got it? Uh, do I have it? Mm-hmm. My son carved this, which is a, uh, and he did this all by himself. First year, he he freehanded it, and this is a jackalite from uh, uh, Destiny. It's like a pump jack jack o' lantern version of an acolyte. Mine won't be that good either. Uh, this is the one I did. It is the Oogie Boogie Man from uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas, mm. and just just a re- reminder of uh, last year's quality. This uh, is what we did. The gym's on the left, or well, actually, I think 
Is he on the left? Oh, yeah. I, I think I'm on the left. You're on the actual screen. left. He's the face, and I'm the house uh, Stark direwolf. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast version, I don't know how this one's going to go. You might want to you might want to click through to show notes to the video because it's going to be hardcore pumpkin carving. Um, all right. So, are you ready to go? Do you know what you're doing this year? I'm right. I'm I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, Here, let's see if we can. Are you g- giving any hints to the folks about what you're carving? You uh, it's another face. Speed? It's going to be face? another lame face, but. I'm going to try to make a better lame face this time. Uh, I, too, am carving a face after fashion. And I'm going to try to freehand it this year instead of uh, doing that stencil and yeah, I'm gonna... toothpick bonanza. Yeah, anybody can do that shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hmm. So what else has been going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great conversation is going to happen while we're doing you this. You watched all of season five, 10 of uh, Always Sunny, Always last, sunny night. last Night? Yeah. How did that go for you? Uh, well, it was the second time I had seen like the first four or five episodes. Uh, it was good. It's good. It's very funny. What was your... Uh, Always Funny in Philadelphia, as far as I'm concerned. Are they doing another season? God damn it. This has already uh, gone off the rails. Gone bad. It's already gone bad. <laughs> well, good news is I'm making superficial markings here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing's permanent until you get the big knife out. Yeah. Uh, what'd you ask me? I I said any particular standout moments from Always Sunny? Uh, yeah. So, like, the first episode, which is the Wade Boggs challenge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's where... I guess there's some apocryphal story of Wade Boggs. Would he, would he play two games in 48 hours and drank 56 beers or something like that? Yeah, he. so he drank 70 beers. Oh, I was way <laughs> On under. a flight across uh, country from one game to another, and then the next day he went two for three uh, at bat. Or th- three for five maybe at bat? I don't know. But basically, all of the gang decides we're going to try to follow in his footsteps, and uh, it's funny. It's funny because the entire the, D has no idea who Wade Boggs is, and she keeps thinking it's Boss Hog. <laughs> so the entire time she's like, "I'm going to do it for Boss Hog," and they're all super drunk. Uh, and then it on one, an airplane, of course. Yeah, on an airplane, and they've got ways of I don't know. Mac is kind of running the whole thing, and. Uh, because, yeah, he's They're staying using, sober, right? He's staying sober. They're using the intercom on the plane system for their own purposes. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. they're, like, ringing the flight attendant, and she'll come up and be like, can I help you? And Max swoops in, no, 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 we got this. <laughs> like five or six times. I'm going for it, man. I'm just going for it. You're just going, to, you're going right to the cutting, huh? Right to it. All right. Well, this should be interesting. <laughs> as interesting as it ever was. Last night we uh, finished uh, primary construction on our Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's horror room. And oh I, yeah, yeah. So we didn't. We decided to puss out and not actually record live action footage of us, and because I what my plan was that we we're going to dress up in our apartment and turn off some lights and like stage some spooky scenes and actually get. Because if you haven't played Five Nights at Freddy's, the conceit is it's a uh, like a showbiz pizza. Or Chuck E. Cheese with the animatronic robots and they're walking around and they they they're trying to kill you and you're like a night guard and they come alive at night uh, and you have security cameras that are throughout the Chuck E. Cheese and they kind of pan around and you can see where the animatronics are moving and you can kind of hear 
them banging around, and you can defend yourself by closing these doors, these security doors on either side of the security office. Um, and the problem, though, you can't leave them closed all night because you have a limited supply of power. Like, you can't have the cameras up and looking the whole time, or it drains your power. You can't uh, leave the lights on because it drains your power, and you have to survive from midnight to 6 a.m. with these things trying to kill you. Uh, and we were going to stage some of the creepy stuff with our costumes, but we're like, man, it took us so long to build this shit. I went ahead and used our studio equipment to just record me cycling through the in-game. And what's nice about that is it's got spooky sounds and music all for free. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to play. I got about t- 10 minutes of video game footage that we're just going to play on a constant loop. And we've set the the room when the kids come in is going to look like the office in Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm gonna t- I'll take pictures. Unless it turns out to be a shit show, and then I'll pretend like this never happened. <laughs> um, but we set, we're set we setting up the front half of the room like it's the security office in Five Nights at Freddy's. It's going to be playing you know, spooky cam, uh, camera footage, and it's going to have like a fan and a, um, uh, like a, a lamp and, and a, a little speaker, the monitor and the speakers, just like the office. And there's going to be paper scattered around, and there's going to be like happy birthday signs and we're going to decorate it kind of like the office. And then it's, it's possible the kids might be too afraid, especially the small ones to go into the back half of the room. Mm-hmm. The back half of the room is where me and Sus are going to jump scare them in our five. In our, I'm, I'm dressed up as Freddy, Freddy Fazbear and she's dressed up as Chica, the chicken. Uh, and I'm kind of worried now that I've done it, that it might be too intense for kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, I think maybe we were supposed to not make it this scary, and we just didn't get that memo because, you know, this is a kid's haunted house. Mm-hmm. But fuck it. Uh, they, don't have to go. They, don't, they don't have to go in my room. They can stay in their box. They don't want to get the shit scared out of them. Indeed. Finished my son's Destiny costume the other night, too. Hmm. And he was traipsing. Like, of course, he, wouldn't want to take, he didn't want to take it off. He's sleeping it. Uh, oh, my God. What? Uh, Freddie C. has the potentially murderous idea of you guys should do the Wade Boggs Challenge on lunch with Jim and Aaron. Nope. I, I can barely drink three I don't three think you beers. can drink a six-pack. No. Because you got some kind of like weird... It's not know. weird. It's carbonation, man. Well, Fucking I, carbonation yeah, makes me Yeah, but I think I've also seen Ill. that a lot of people are allergic to some of the preservatives and shit in beer. And I think... Maybe I am. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you got some of that going on. But maybe. yeah, I, don't, I think... I just don't like Jim. to drink a lot of beer. Yeah. I'd much rather drink a lot of whiskey. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I. <laughs> the other funny uh, thing in that is he, Charlie's sitting there on the plane eating a full chicken, uh-huh. like just stuffing his guts with chicken and drinking rum and cokes. Mm. And then he ends up, him and D both end up uh, beating the, the record. Uh, D so- passes out and ends up on the conveyor belt, the luggage carousel. How would we? Um, so if you don't want to drink beer, we could do like uh, one beer equals one shot. No, this is a terrible idea. Okay, this is the worst idea. I've ever I, heard. I don't like. Uh, I learned my lesson from the Poindexter and Walking Dead. I don't ever really want to bet my liver. No, no, it's no good for anyone. I mean, I got my son. He's probably a blood match type for me. I could probably get half of his <laughs> one if I needed to. But you know, that's that's like an emergency option. I get gut shot or something. Gotcha. So, nice try. We're going to live another year, Freddie C. Uh, in the spirit of in the spirit of Halloween, Tom Waits or Oingo Boingo? 
I don't know I have no what idea that what means. that reference is, Travis. You're going to have to help me out. I know who Tom Waits and, and Oingo Boingo are. You just start... Oh, do you? Not in reference to Halloween. Hmm. Like, they're both musicians. Well, one's a band and one's a guy. And we just... we You know, we just started celebrating Halloween a few years ago. So, like, childhood, if there's, like, some kind... This is an obscure uh, Charlie Brown... A, a Halloween special joke. I I'm not going to be familiar with it because I've ne- literally never seen that. Uh, no, Tom Waits. I don't believe was ever <laughs> a part of Charlie Brown. <laughs> All right. So Stephanie K says my boys love FNAF as it's called Five Nights at Freddy's. My nine year old is going as Foxy for Halloween. Yeah, I um. That's what I'm holding on to because kids love this shit. Kids absolutely love this thing. They do. Uh, so I'm hoping that uh, they'll be jump scared uh, enough that it's, you know at least the parents are going to complain. I, I just don't want parents to complain. That's my thing. All right, I got to take a break to get because I'm I think I'm falling behind here to gym. They can't have that happen. Can't have that bullshit happen. Well, mine's going to be a much simpler design. Well, so. they see I got that going for me too. You're gonna working against you. Time is not on your side. That's what I'm saying. That's what I meant to say. I don't think I said it very elegantly, but. Skill is on your side. Time is not. What good is a intricate pumpkin carving that you can't finish <laughs> in the allotted time? It's true. It's true. It's a twelve-hour marathon lunch with Jim and Aaron. <laughs> Just do a pumpkin carving. How many pumpkins do you think you could carve in a twenty-four-hour window? I'm kind of scared because this pumpkin is big and intimidating, and I think my hands would start to hurt after a while. Mm-hmm. What was I doing? Oh, my God. I was cutting through this thick plastic shit last weekend to form some of these um, um, paper mache molds that I was making. And I literally, I thought I, I had, like, the arthrit- arthritic hands of a 70-year-old just by, you know, it's like they got all bruised and shit from cutting this thick plastic with a pair of shears. I should have gotten, like, my tin snips out or something, but I was just using these uh, office scissors. <laughs> Probably ruined them. All right. Oh, you're still drawing over there? Yeah, man. I, I actually I, I made the mistake of interfacing with the people out there. And it's just, it's, it's your first sp- throwing me off my game. It won't be my last. Or will it? This is Halloween after all. No. Nope. All right. There, I've completed primary drawing. Oh, this is going to be badass if I can cut it out accurately. <laughs> no one has any idea what we're making, what you're making, right? <laughs> They oh, know what I'm Here's making. Freddy's compromise. How about you guys just do a shot glass full of beer a minute? Oh, shot glass that's full. The, okay. That's like the power hour, right? Shot glass of beer. I Okay. That's probably I don't I don't, how many how many glass I mean, I can drink a lot of beer. I can drink a lot of whiskey. So, uh, I don't know. We might uh, uh, I think I'm actually going to go I, get a drink. I wonder I've already got one going. I've got like oh, uh, well, I'm like a 70 30 whiskey coke here. You got, um it's your third of the day already, man. You're yeah. I start off the day in with... the in the barrel. What's the what's the term in the sure the jug the barrel? No, <laughs> there's a term for the that. Drunk tank. In the sack, isn't it? In the sack. That's right. Is it in the bag? Which, in the bag. I'm half in the bag. In the, bag. In the, bag. the the UK guys would say because we haven't done, we haven't gotten like sloppy drunk on a podcast in a long time because we used we to a lot to. and then we learned that it's probably not the best podcasting. But maybe for lunch we can get we can get slammered. Maybe I'm gonna go grab a cup. We get pixelated. Um, all right, it's time to start cutting this thing. Uh, ooh, I got a good question. Who does a Charlie? Oh, well, okay, that's a good one too. Let's let's, let's get all the um, 
So someone wants to know who does the Charlie work around the studio. Nobody. It's just nobody. It's just, it just uh, it accumulates until there's, like, it, there's a good six inches of filth, filth on the the floors now. Yeah, we no, need a Charlie. Are, we we ought to put a ref. Uh, I don't know. We just we're not that dirty of people. Yeah, yeah. We keep it pretty so. clean, and then every once in a while. We have to we do like a cleaning session, especially if we know we like clean. we're going to swing the cameras around. Good God, this is going to be fucking shit. Are you going to cut show. yourself? Don't cut yourself. No, I'm not going to cut myself. I'm just saying that your, uh, your your serrated knives leave a lot to be desired for detail work, and I have a lot of fucking detail work. Um, well, that's what you if, get when you if we know pay two dollars at IKEA for six knives. <laughs> They're Swedish knives. They should be awesome. Uh, if we know we're going to be swinging the cameras around, we always like the day before do a cleaning session, like with all these knickknacks and shit. We we air we have a comp- can of compressed air we b- blow them off on. Uh. All right. So can I just say, other. without without any you hint done? of endorsement here, yeah, this is the best rum I've ever tasted. Oh, the Diplomatico. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, are you done? No. Oh, because if you're done, I'm throwing the mouse to you. So God, you no, I'm this. not done. Uh, I'm halfway through the second eye. I got a question from Judd. In what season do you guys think The Walking Dead will come to its conclusion? I've seen legitimate fanboy predictions on Reddit and elsewhere that The Walking Dead would go on for 20 seasons. I mean, this show could outlast anywhere from three to five presidencies. Uh, come on, man. How many shows do that? Doctor Who? Uh, Simpsons. I know, but that's animated. That's yeah, different. True. Can't have forty-five-year-old Carl. I think it's so, still so acting like a thirteen-year-old. That's year old. the thing. Like, uh, you can't do that with the cast. There's no fucking way. Yeah, they will. Their their salary demands will eventually get so high that you cannot make the show anymore. Way before, like, like I think the fanboys are only thinking this in terms of, you know, when how story. long will people keep watching it, and how much story is in the comics and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I don't think they're really uh, ad- addressing the the how expensive the show is going to make. I mean, look yeah. how look the, how greedy the Friends dudes got. Logistical realities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so but the, now I will say that this show is designed to withstand cast turnover mm-hmm. because you know it's like For the ER. Most part. Uh, Goose gets tired and Batman gets tired of doing. Uh, and the good wife gets tired of doing uh, ER, and they just recast him and keep on moving. That's true. You know, Noah Wiley calls it quits. You, you recast him and keep on moving. Although, to be fair, did they ever really replace Noah Wiley? <laughs> I mean, in spirit, come on. How do you replace a man like Noah Wiley? I don't know, because I never stuck with... I, after, I think after <laughs> I Batman... I never even watched the show. After, so. No, I was hardcore into ER. ER was... Uh, I mean, it wasn't quite the golden age of television, but it was pretty yeah. fucking good. It looks like we're having an earthquake on camera because there's so much fucking force required to cut this thing. I don't think they can see it, though, so that's good. You don't think that they can see the screen? The shaking? No. I think it's all all of our oh, monitors right. shaking and not the because cameras. Because the cameras are mounted to a different yeah. assembly. So I yeah, think we're man, good. This is not turning out well. Do you, do you have a, do you have any other serrated knives? N- no, <laughs> oh, I have geez. I have three like I can't. Oh man, I have chopping knives, but I don't have serrated knives. Yeah, other well, than these, I disavow the quality knives. of this this jack o' lantern already. Uh, bring your own knives, man. I was intending to because I remember it being a real bitch doing this last year. Byok. Um and I didn't you I just didn't do it. Bitches. So so what do you I I, I don't know. Um so here's a couple theories. 
they do another two or three seasons, and then they do like a Walking Dead: The Next Generation built around Carl and some people about Chandler Riggs' age, and then they keep going until people stop watching it. Is that a show that you would watch? Uh, the the teen version. Well, no, no, because he, he'd be he'd be grown ass man by that time. How long in the future? Like you know, three to four years from here. This is not. This is going to look like the, I mean, grown ass man, Matt Damon version of what I'm trying to do. Just, awesome. just so you guys, just so you guys know. Uh, I still think it would be the the teen version. Like Carl's okay, only going to be. It's the Degrassi version of The Walking Dead. Are you interested in a younger version of The Walking Dead? Uh, because I think that's one way they could keep it going in this know. same storyline. There'd have to be some other kind of hook. I'm not just going to watch it because a bunch of pretty people are on the screen. Okay. Well, there's always a zombie hook. You know, they're not giving up that that angle. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I mean. They still got lots of storyline left in the comics, and assuming they can keep, you know, bringing everybody back, because I think they could lose just about everybody except for Rick and Carl. Yeah. Um, what would you think about them recasting Andrew Lincoln? Like, just like this is the new Rick. <sighs> wow. Uh, I mean, you, as you mentioned, Doctor Who does that shit all the time. Nobody complains. Yeah, but they have an in-world reason. Like, well, the well okay. Just looks James, what, what about James Bond? You know, James Bond does that shit all the time, and nobody yeah, complains. Yeah, it's not like a, it's not a continuing story. It's just like the Weekly Adventures of James Bond. Uh, I don't know. It'd be weird if they just totally recast him. I'm trying to think I, of another show that did that. I'm, I'm certain there are some. Um, uh, the Dukes of Hazard, although they didn't, ha- they weren't literally the same guys. They were just yeah, another pair of yeah. dumbass cousins. But that did not go well. Yeah, I, I'm struggling to think of something that's not. Oh, Jesus, this is terrible. I'm trying to struggling to think of something that's not Doctor Who that they've been able to successfully do that. But you know, I don't really have encyclopedic knowledge of all television. All right, next question because there's no fucking way I would bet almost any sum of money uh, that Walking Dead's not going to run 20 seasons. <laughs> uh, let's see, Freddie C. After he's done trying to kill us, comes back and says, "Speaking of FNAF, one of the admins on the Rogan board has a genuine Rock of Fire animatronic band in his warehouse. Have you guys seen the documentary, The Rock of Fire Explosion? I have. I have seen it. I have it's seen it. Pretty epic. It is cool because, like, you know, that was the that was the shit back in my day. Yeah. I mean, kids like today, like they go to Chuck E. Cheese, but I don't feel like they have any affection or any relationship whatsoever with the actual animatronics. Now, to be fair, I didn't either. I was terrified of the animatronics, especially <laughs> that fucking monkey. Was it Fats? I don't know was the which key, one the, the key, monkey was. The keyboardist, but he terrified me. I did not like him at all. I just liked going through video games. So maybe I guess they're having the exact same relationship. Potentially, yeah. I don't understand why they do the animatronics. Because, like, I've gone to Chuck E. Cheese a couple times. I had a, my kid's birthday party there once. And when the guy, no one enjoys Chuck E. coming out. Like, the kids are kind of ambivalent, and it's like, okay, I'll dance with you because you're going to give me tickets. Like, it's like child strippers, and wow. like the employees aren't in it, into it, really, and it's like, I don't know why. The employees are, yeah. And, and there's still animatronics, but they only play, like, once an hour, and it's, it's kind of underwhelming, and I just don't know why they keep doing it. Like, just have the arcade. That's what kids love. They love the tickets. They love the arcade games. They love that kind you of know, thing. You know, it's kind of like carving jack-o'-lanterns. 
It's boring and bullshit, and we got a lot better things to do, but people keep doing it because it's tradition. (laughs) Uh, Jim Jones' views are not those of Baldoon. Oh, God damn it. Did you cut his eye out completely? Did you fuck up? Should have brought your knives. Do you have toothpicks? Yeah. I might be able to I might be able to save I might be able to save the patient. But this is like this is kind of the gross detail work I'm doing now. This is the boss job. This is like Frank using his toe knife. This is this is like an unlicensed plastic surgeon's work (laughs) is what this is. That's a botched toe. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) You're not pretty no more. Yeah, this is going to be the Matt Damon version of what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm still keeping on keeping on. Um, have you seen now? Uh, I will ask you, Freddie. Um, have you seen? Because if you go to YouTube, there's tons of videos of people that have had rocket fire explosion sets and whatnot. Um, and you can program them to do any old routine. Yeah, and they've done like mod like, like nine inch nails. And yeah, uh, really closer. Cool the, the, the my favorite one is the one where it's ushers make love in the club. <laughs> that the I think it's the surf dog, the space dog, and uh, I don't know. I think the 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 dog cheerleader gets into it as well. But it's it's pretty it's pretty funny to see them doing the modern stuff. Huh? And then yeah, the nine inch nails closer. Seeing Billy Bob, her, uh, yeah, yeah, it was Billy Bob, wasn't it? That was the, I didn't the know redneck bear. Names. No idea. Was showbiz kaput by the time you were like showbiz going age? Uh, there was no, there was a showbiz or two around, but it was primarily Chuck E. Cheese, which they had different characters. I think. Oh yeah, they have a whole different lineup. Um, and so I just remember Chucky and, uh. I don't know what the bear's name was. Don't ask me. I know Chucky, and that's it. Like I said, he's yeah. a, it's a bummer, man. Nobody wants Chucky to come out. Just give throw your <laughs> throw, throw the tickets and take take off. No one wants to do the goddamn chicken dance. Nope. They just want to. Yep. Get the tickets and Those get are out. The bygone times where a kid can be a kid. <laughs> it's their motto. I also love how like insistent they are because when you come in with your kid, they do a uh, like a black light sticker on you, and then they do black light sticker on your kid, so you can't you know someone else just can't leave without the kid. But the last few times I've gone there, no one has manned that station. Like I have politely waited at the velvet rope like forty five seconds for a disinterested employee to come over and scan my wrist. If I was in the business of snatching kids, I think I'd be out the door and out the block and down the highway before anybody even realized it. So, why you know, like yeah. I think it's a great idea, but the fuck, it's like same thing as the school. I have to, I have to. Everyone has to show photo ID to pick up their kids, uh, but there's like fifty, sixty parents that have to pick up ch- kids in like a two minute period. Really? So they were like really strict on that the first couple times, but now it's like I haven't seen anybody be now. Maybe they just know her faces by now. Yeah, maybe, but. Um, I'm pretty sure there's been like some substitutes or whatnot there. And they just like, I'm like, yeah, I'm here to pick up a Ron jr. And they're like, go ahead. (laughs) That's strange. Cause when I was a kid, parents didn't have to do that shit. Well, no, but that's the thing. It's like, 
everyone's pretending like the world's getting worse, even though that's not the case. And you know, I'm fine if it if it keeps like two kids a year from being abducted, fine, whatever. But it's just weird to not follow your own guidelines. If it's for the kids, you know, if all, all this stuff is being done for the kids, then you should do it for the kids. Don't half-ass mm-hmm. it. Don't half-ass Indeed. it, man. Don't half-ass it. All right, well, this is the first cut I've actually made that I didn't think was a complete shit show. <laughs> We're getting geared up for the 6th Annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints. Except, it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, (laughs) now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim. Order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar. Then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. Uh, let me see. Stephanie K wants to know any plans to cover the Nick. I think it's a fascinating show. Uh, I'm no, I'm not. So I watched all season one, and I actually did a podcast with Shane B, Shane Bowman, the Bowman. Um, and maybe I'll do that again this year when the season's over. I haven't even started watching it because I've been so busy the last two weeks. But um, it's sitting on my DVR waiting for me. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's I had some problems initially with my comfort level of the material, but I thought they paid off nicely, and the season ended in fairly epic fashion, and I'm all in on that show. Um, I think Cecily and I next year, though, we've discussed it uh, today. I think we're going to do Penny Dreadful and uh, what's the other show? Penny Dreadful and Banshee, the final season of Banshee. So you got that to look forward to or cringe at, regard depending yeah, on how you feel about yeah. Cecily and I. I have not. Penny Dreadful is one of those things that's on my list to watch before the end of the year. Uh, Judd B says, only two months left in 2015. How worried are you that we will not be getting the winds of winter before season six of Game of Thrones? Um, so I read, I saw, I saw on Reddit, which was from 
uh, a Game of Thrones site, and I think this was confirmed by HBO. Well, it's not confirmed by HBO. Vinyl, the new series by Terrence Winter about 70s sex, drugs, and rock and roll, is starting sometime in January. I can't remember when it was, but it's going to be a 10-episode run, and that will take and it's 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 in the Game of Thrones time slot, and that will essentially, unless they change Game of Thrones to ten o'clock or kick it up to ten o'clock, which HBO doesn't really do, as far as uh, I can remember, it's it's going to push Game of Thrones back three, maybe four weeks from its normal like late March, early April. It'll actually be the third or fourth week of April when it comes out, um, and. Some people are speculating that that's like confirmation that the wins of winter is going to come out in early spring, and that's going to. I, so I, I don't know what to think. Um, I guess my George ex- Martin clearly has no regard for HBO's schedule. No, he doesn't give a shit. But so I think, why does that confirm anything about the books? Uh, just I don't know. It doesn't. But I think that I'm kind of assuming that we'll get an announcement that it's been finished and handed off to the editor. Uh, right before Christmas, and I do expect to be out in spring. But if it's not, I, I honestly, you know, if George doesn't care enough to get the thing finished or is incapable of it, then whatever. I mean, life will go on, and I might enjoy the shows more. It'll be a surreal experience reading the books after the fact and seeing what he ends up changing and what he ends up, uh, you know, doing Kirk if he ends up doing Kirkman style remixes and how successful those are and and whatnot. But. You know, I don't know. It'll it'll be weird. Um, there's a lot of book readers on Reddit and stuff saying that they will boycott the show and not watch it. <laughs> They're wrong. I mean, They're I, lying. I'm sure some people will, but that's going to be such a minority reaction, I think, that I don't – I just – yeah, I'm not super worried about it. Nope. I don't believe anybody who says they're going to boycott that show. Well, Why? If you're hard- What's the purpose? Because uh, you are so like here's the people I would believe if you've been reading these books since they came out in the 90s and you were on this show before it was cool, then you might be like, uh, yeah, I've been waiting this long. I'm gonna keep waiting. The shows aren't going anywhere, and I'm not podcasting about it. So I don't, you know, I want I want to see the original version. But there's not that many. Fans. But there won't be an okay. So that's not. I don't know. That's not really a boycott of the show. That's just like oh no, I'm, I'm not choosing saying personally to wait yeah, until I can read the books. That's what it. Yeah, I didn't mean like they're so pissed that the show's doing it. They're not oh, offended that okay. the show's doing it. They're just saying okay. Me personally, I'm going to avoid the show and treat yeah. it. But the other thing is, I, I don't think people will do. That. I don't think it's possible because Game of Thrones is so fucking big. Like if you wanted to not spoil the Flash, and you were going to you know read the wait till the comics came out first, you could get away with that because the Flash is not covered you know, to the intensity the Game of Thrones is. I don't see how in the hell you can possibly stay away from Game of Thrones spoilers if you're a citizen of the internet. Yeah. You're just going to, you're just, you're just going to, I think it's a fool's errand. So I don't know. Like I said, I I just, I don't see how they're going to plan on doing it. I, I, I can see why they would, but I just think it's a fool's errand. I wouldn't encourage it. It's hard enough to like not see scores from, Get, you know, football games you tape on the day of. I'm taking over. You're taking over? Ah, ah, ah <laughs> okay, yeah, take over, please. We hooked up a second mouse we to have, this thing. So. We have two mice so we can actually fight. Because I'm done. I'm done with my pumpkin. You're done with your pumpkin? Yep. All right, I'm about... It's, I think it looks slightly better than last year's, but... All right. It was also a little bit simpler. Really? So, I don't know. 
What yeah. were because the last one was just four pips and a mouth and nose. Yeah, and eyes. So you the, the mouth I put a real mouth on it this time. Okay, I gave it alien esque. So you're saying the pips were the hard part last year? Yeah, it is hard because trying it. to get around a small round circle with these in a pumpkin with these knives. Yeah, not super easy. Uh, Try to do these delicate French curves on it, Denton. All right. What is this? I know you guys don't cover it, but oh wait, let's we're done with Judd there. I know you guys don't cover it, but do either of you watch Ray Donovan? Like hate? No, I've never seen it. Nope, I'm not interested. Never seen it. I love live leave Schreiber, Schreiber, but I just um I don't know. I I haven't heard anyone talk about it uh, in a way that makes I know. I mean that's not. I, I occasionally we have bald move fans that will pitch it to me, and I'm not saying it sounds like hot ass. But I'm just like, I don't hear it spoken of in those like top tier terms. Like kind of like, trying to think of a good example of this. Like if we weren't watching The Walking Dead and someone said watch The Walking Dead, the buzz I hear around it, why I'm sure it's like I I see why people enjoy it. I don't think it would be something that I just have to see. Like rather than see Ray Donovan, I'd much rather finish off Deadwood. I'd much rather finish Sopranos. Um that kind of thing. Yeah. But, and it's, isn't that. it Showtime? I don't know. I, th- I think it's Showtime, which is Showtime's tough because I don't, that's the one premium cable thing I don't have a subscription to, which is a cop out because if they had something that I really wanted to cover, I'd just plop down the money. But yeah, that's weird. You got stars and Cinemax, but no Showtime. I do I have stars, Cinemax and HBO. They're one package one. And, and, um, yeah, I had just, HBO and Showtime is a package, but, they're one low price package, but I don't have Showtime. Hmm. And I think that's fine because I, I feel like I got the sweet end of that deal. Like, there's way more stuff on HBO, or as well, I'd say there's actually way more stuff on Cinemax that I'm interested in than hmm. Showtime. Like, I'm giving up Homeland on Showtime, but Homeland's kind of been a dumpster fire or something I'm not interested in. And I'm giving up uh, Masters of Sex, but I, I like that show, and I would have, uh, but I really would only watch it to cover it. You know, um, which is weird to say, but (laughs) (laughs) only watch to cover it. No, I like it. And I would and I think and um, but yeah, I'd I'd only watch it in context of something good television to cover. I don't think it's it's something that's kind of like my personal passion thing. Um, What else? Anybody else? Yep. Got Judd B saying he thinks uh, Walking Dead is going to end after nine seasons. So we're three seasons away. Yeah. That's kind of what I mean. That's where I was going with the whole like next generation that, yeah, I could see the current storyline and actors pay, you know, paying, paying out and finish out the contracts. And then that's it. I had a theory that Norman Reedus is going to be gone because of, uh, you know, him being, you know, the traditional five-year contract and whatnot. Yeah. He outlived that. That was the basis of me doing my death prediction for Daryl, but I was wrong. But also there was like a little leeway because I think he's credited as like a guest appearance or something in the first season or not as a regular. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, there's all kinds of obscure. Yeah. Hollywood gets pretty inside ball. Yep. Bullshit. I was watching. Uh, Oh, man, you got So I I got a recommendation for everybody that likes funny stuff. And if you especially if you like community and you like Dan Harmon, you need to watch Rick and Morty. It is the and it's it's a cartoon, 
but it's an adult cartoon, like an adult swim cartoon. And, you know, you usually think of those as like, okay, they're 12 minute long squid billies or yeah. like surreal absurdist. This is a full on half hour scripted thing that has a little bit of continuity. And okay. man, it's re- I watched the entire, the first two seasons over the last seven days. Um, because people that I was playing Destiny with kept talking about it, and oh, it's it it's hilarious, hilarious. But yeah, I haven't seen that. It's funny because uh, Dan, I was watching this ATX um, panel that Dan Harmon did with the crea- the other creator of the show, and they have uh, Werner Herzog. Mm-hmm. They have him a guest voice something in season two. And I guess they wanted to get him, and he's like, uh, you know, oh, yes, uh, I'll be very interested. But they heard from his agent that he would do it for no less than $1,000. And they're laughing because I guess scale for voice work is like 1500 <laughs> No less than 1000 Yeah. Like, right. I would think that's kind of cheap. Yeah. I'd pay $1,000 for Herner Wartzog. Wartzog. Herner Wartzog yeah. to come in and do some voice work for us, wouldn't you? Zerner Wartzog. Yeah. Sure. Bring him in here. We got a thousand bucks, right? Prob for him. Yeah. I don't know what we'd use him for, but like well, the an cool thing is, I guess like he hung out and like spent. He didn't know that he could just like do his half hour work and go home. So he hung out in the studio all day and like told war stories. I guess. Jesus, he needs to do a little reading before he applies for jobs. If by the way, if you do like Rick and Morty and you have an Amazon Prime account, that uh, interview on ATX that I was talking about, I don't know mm-hmm. if you can find it on YouTube, but it's free. Nice. On uh, Amazon Prime. God damn, I cannot get this piece out. Maybe if I can push it through. Yeah. Just pushed your pumpkin in, bro. Yep. Pumpkin magic. Pushed your pumpkin right uh, in. Okay, I'm like ex- eight cuts away from being done. The <laughs> big right. reveal. Are y'all excited about any movies coming out in the next few months? Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, that one. <laughs> That's really the only one. I don't know what else is coming out, frankly. Uh, well, no, you do. You know that The Revenant. You're, you're that's the Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh yeah, Tom yeah. Hardy one. That looks that one looks awesome. Hot. That yeah, the the only movies though. I know that are coming out were the ones previewed before the Martian. But uh, like everything else, I have no idea. Yeah, there's I a don't couple... really keep up with with movies as they come out. Mm-hmm. Like I'll hear, oh, this movie was really good. You need to go see it, and I'll go see it. But that person's usually me. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I, it's you know, I, I will start paying more attention when the Oscar season rolls around because I do try to see all the Oscar movies before in the theater before the Oscars because I like I like having that's something me and Cecily like doing. We like having opinions and picking sides and deciding who we want to win and then get excited that way. But yeah, it's a little early. I do know that like again, Ravenous is I think that's the name of the movie. I'm totally in on that. Um, I, I want to talk about Star Wars here in a minute. As a trailer came out, I think someone was saying the tra- trailer had come out last week, and it, it actually did. After we, we watched it after lunch with Jim and Aaron, and I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. I don't know if this is okay. even, if this is even going to show up. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to light these things. Oh, one. I had somebody that emailed me a question, and I almost forgot because I don't have my computer in front of me. What was it? Uh, they were wanting to know how I decide, or as as parental advice on when you can let kids watch things like, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's, or I can't remember what things she was actually curious about, but you know, Walking Dead or something like that. And I was wondering what your opinion was on like age, like age appropriateness of stuff. 
they'll let you know if it's age appropriate. <laughs> what do you mean? Like as far as being scared of something? I guess. Or like all all kinds, like violence and nudity and sexuality and all that stuff? I mean, just as a general rule. Uh, do you have any thoughts I don't know, on man. That? I for As far as like horror stuff, I say let the kid watch it, and if it scares the shit out of him, don't let him watch it again for a while. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like something you got to decide because, like, uh, I've I've had friends that like their kids grew up like from the time they're babies watching zombie shit, and sure. so they're like four and five years old watching zombie shit, and it's kind of for my taste a little off putting. But yeah. I've known the kids and they seem perfectly well adjusted, and you know they still get appropriately frightened at other things, but you know that particular thing they just know it's fantasy and it's not real and. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you know, my son would probably shit his pants if he watched The Walking Dead. <laughs> um, but, you know, he was raised, since since he's with his mother for mm-hmm. the most part, especially when he was believe younger. Believe in boogeymen. Yeah, and the, she, they, they believe in, like, real-life boogeymen. Um, I, and I didn't raise him that way because, you know, that's a little high contrast for, for, I think, raising a kid. But I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't... So if your kid sees someone get their brain splattered out, that's not going to, I don't think, traumatize them for life. Like, they might cry and they might, you know, get scared and you can talk about it not being real and they'll either not want to do it again or they'll be want to be exposed to more of it. I don't, like, I think I said this in another podcast, but I think if you just, if you love your kids and you take care of their basic needs, they're going to turn out okay. Everything else is kind of negotiable. Um, so I have no advice. I've literally never thought about any of this stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I, um, (laughs) my kid's advanced as far as like being a reader and stuff. So like he's only nine, but we're in book four of Harry Potter, which I intended to read. I intended to read him the first two books of Harry Potter over by the time he was like eight and then nine, but I didn't anticipate us reading through it so quickly. Hmm. Because we'd spend like an hour, so like when things got really good, we it wasn't as uncommon for us to go like you know get him to bed a half hour early and me read a half hour late. So I've been roped into and uh, I enjoy doing all the voices and stuff. But I mean, he's gonna be like ten years old reading about Harry Potter having his first kiss and like slightly too old for him. But like I've read all of Harry Potter, I know it never gets like I'm kind of curious to see what. What he find? What what he? How he reacts when like when Harry Potter gets to second base, it's all over. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Harry Potter has his first wet dream. Uh-huh. No, when like there's like big important people that die. Um, yeah, and I'm kind of curious to see how he handles that and what he thinks of it because that's kind of going to be his first like mind blown kind of experience. How did he handle Biggs' death? Who Biggs? Biggs? No one gives a shit about Biggs. Okay, that's what I say. It's like, really? What about Jack Porkins? He was he, he was appropriately shaken and Luke got his hand cut off. Ah. But that was back when he was like five. We watched the Star Wars trilogy for the first time. About time yeah. to rewatch it because I, I want to take him to Star Wars when it opens up and I want him having the old stuff fresh in his mind. Yeah. All right. Um, so How are we going to light these? I don't have a can. We, we, I, I, I have a candle. Bring. I don't have a... I don't have a battery. Oh, the electric candles? I have real candles as well. How many? Three. Let's get that, yeah. I don't know how well they work. They're not very big, but... Well, like tea candles? Because that's like no, we... We lit... Uh, what you saw on the camera that I brought in from the other house was uh, tea candles, and they lit the pumpkins well. I don't know, man. This is... 
This is pretty rough. I'm scared of this one. Uh, Travis Smith wants to know, out of curiosity, what show are you most excited about currently? Looking at just the week ahead, which single show right now has the biggest hold over you? I don't know, because... I guess my gut says that I'm a little bit more jazzed about the leftovers, but it's not if left of my own devices, I'd watch leftovers first because it comes out on Sunday night and I watch Fargo second. Um, and then walking dead is a distant third. Like it was start. I mean, the first two episodes are good enough that I was unironically enjoying it. But after last week's fiasco, I'm kind of like dreading what the community reaction is going to be coming up. Oh, I don't know if these things are going to work, but right. Uh, let, let me tell you what, I'm gonna light one up and see how it goes. I'm going to light one up and see how it goes. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Doing your Aaron voice again, I see. (laughs) Starting to think you're doing a Matt Damon version. It's not a very good one. Of me. Here, we need to. All right. I'm going to. We need to censor this. People can't. I'm going to pry off the top of the lid here and place the candle. Um, So here's another tip. I don't think we did this last year. Make a, make a, don't just cut the circle. Do a nice little hatch to make it easier to get the candle in and out and. And scoop out the guts. I'm gonna burn this shit out of my hand. Why don't you just light it in there? Huh? Why don't you light it once it's in there? What's the What's the use of having big, strong man hands if you're gonna? Oh yeah. Move it forward. I don't know. That looks goofy, but I'm. I kind of hate my pumpkin. Go out and smash it, and we're done. Jesus. Yeah, douse the lights, and then we'll see what ha- we'll we'll do a reveal. You got you got you got douse the lights. Yeah. Dousing, yo. You turn this thing off. All right, so I can spin mine a little more. We can get, <laughs> and then I just remove this guy. Uh-huh. Ta da! Like an well, alien pumpkin? Yeah. Nice. With a two with two two shitty teeth. <laughs> so uh, I've said that I have not and I've not been excited about the new Star Wars. I've been I've been holding off and I Did Han Solo excite you? I've not been excited, but uh I'm gonna do my big reveal now. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm 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 i wow, that actually doesn't look as shitty yeah, as no, it really does. Good. Because I mean, his eyes are a little offsided, but Yeah. Well I actually broke <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. That's it's but it's pretty, a shitty shitty good. stormtrooper, but I did it's I, it's the poor craftsman that blames his tools, but I am the mm-hmm. poor craftsman blaming my tools. This knife was ridiculous. But I'm I'm all in in Star Wars, man. I, the last yeah. trailer, uh, last trailer's too good. The Cult of Darth Vader. I'm I'm all in on it. Are you interested in theorizing about the plot based on? No, no, me either. Good. Not not <laughs> even one little bit. But I do think the trailer looked cool. If you want to hear two ner- a bunch of nerds theorizing, um, Adam from MythBusters, his uh, still yeah. untitled, the Adam Savage Project. Love that podcast. Uh, he he went. They went all out talking the new trailer and talking about theories that they've heard and ideas that they've had and et cetera, et cetera. So um, we're not the guys to do it, but you should check that podcast out. All I know is Kylo Ren is not Luke Skywalker. That's the only thing I know. No, he's <laughs> surely going to be Adam Driver. Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's see what else the people have to say. 
Um, by the Spooky. way, if you're if you're listening if you're listening and you're stubbornly refusing to watch the video, I carved a stormtrooper. I carved a and a jack lantern with alien eyes. Alien head. Yeah. So it's a definite step up from last year, man. All right. Cool. Uh, Glad to hear it. Dan G wants to know what's your favorite Rick and Morty's. Ooh. I liked all of the interdimensional cable TV shows. They had like two of those episodes. It was really good. <laughs> Um, I like the ones where Rick fragmented the fabric of time and, and like they kept split screening and they got eventually up to like 64 split screens and all the dialogue was di- slightly different. And I thought that was a really good episode. Um, things got like, I just finished the last two or three episodes the last evening and I could not believe the cliffhanger at season two. Like I wasn't sure that the show could nail that kind of bittersweet tone because it's been such an absurdist show but somehow they've really sold the a, a kind of affectionate relationship the characters have but i don't know I, and as soon as i got done i immediately started rewatching season one uh i, I know I'm, there's one that uh i can't think i'd have to look through i'd have to look through a synopsis to do to, to, to do a better job on it uh, i'm trying to think of individual moments nah man <laughs> I'm terrible at this. Put you you, got, you put me on the spot, damn it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm hoping I can get this guy over here to watch it, and then we can talk about it. I feel it. like I need to watch it before the end of the year. Yeah, for... I definitely, but I definitely want to talk about it because I would love to draw more attention to the show because um, it seems like it's only getting word of mouth buzz. Hmm. Um, I've never heard. I don't think I've heard Seppenwall talk about it, or maybe I I heard him talk about Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty was this shit and Skip Skip, and I'm kind of the target mark. I like Adult Swim stuff, but I. I had I had no clue that it was as good as it was. It had Dan Harmon attached to it. That would have been an automatic watch if I'd known that. So, <laughs> um, uh, I have not watched. Anthony Besiege wants to know if I've watched The Affair. Um, I the sports guy Bill Simmons talks uh, talks it up a lot. But, it's got McNulty in it, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it. It's, I haven't either. I don't. Ha- I don't think there's any way I'll be able to see it this year either. And let's see. One last one. Freddie C wants to know if we're getting Fallout 4. I think so. I don't know. I'm trying to decide right now if I'm buying a PS4 or not. And even if I'm not, I might still get Fallout 4 on PC. But... If you get it and you want to do some streaming, I'd probably join you on it. I don't think I'm going to get it and play it because I'm still having too much fun at Destiny. I think, I, I honestly, there's maybe, nothing maybe do that. There's nothing gaming coming out on the horizon that I feel like is going to seriously challenge Destiny for my time, except for maybe Uncharted 4 next spring. Yeah. And I, I, I would like to take a week off, like maybe, because we're going to sh- kind of semi-shut down over, do some pre-recorded content and kind of semi-shut down over Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, a couple weeks. Um, I would love to take a week off and just play through the new Batman yeah, I would love to have like a backlog of games to just plow through for you two have, solid I, weeks. You've got like 300 games on Steam that you've never played. Yeah, but half of those are yeah really shitty like cell phone slash indie games mm. and like, stuff I got in Humble Bundle that I bought because I wanted one game. The other something. thing I'd like to play is like Mass Effect. I wonder if we could... Are you having interest in Mass uh, Effect? No. Oh. I, played, I played through a good chunk of one and I got to the part where you drive whatever that vehicle is called and i turned it off i hated it huh hated the driving stuff it was the worst the uh warner herzog <laughs> yes the warzog the warzog 
because that's something you know, they, that would be. They, it was a lawsuit from you, Halo you guys. Know, I, so what did you ever think of my idea? Because we were brainstorming stuff we could do for Twitch and streaming. And I said, idea? I had the idea of like, let's play through all the old classic s- scum games. Hmm. Yeah, I like it. Like Indiana Jones, Faded Atlantis, maybe start with that or Full I think Thrall. adventure games work well. For well, you, what we, we do, yeah, we can we can uh, crack wise on it, and occasionally there's actually interesting gameplay or a puzzle gets stuck on. I think it'd be fun, and I yeah, I have fond memory of those two. I haven't played uh, like it Monkey might be Island fun to just do a full run of like Star Control two though. <laughs> I you ju- recently I've played through that. That's year, right. Yeah. So I could probably autopilot. Yeah, never mind. Um, never mind. I, I mean, it's still fun. You can get through it in like four hours, no problem. Or you can get through it in 104 hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then the Black Urquan show up and destroy yeah. the galaxy if you fuck around that long. That's right. Uh, you got about 40 hours of game time before they, they wreck the galaxy. Although there is a way to get like double the no time. No Man's Sky. When that comes out in 2016, we could play it. I thought my original plan on this, this playthrough was I was going to go find all the rainbow worlds and max out my resources and just build my flagship into a Urquan fucking machine. No, you're... It, it 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 turns out like back when I was a kid and I built the flagship to be an Urquan ass kicking machine, you're limited by how many slots it's got. Mm. So like, there's only so many Shiva furnaces and yeah. Hellbore cannons. Even if you pull out all of your storage bays or whatever. And if you start, yeah. if you if you take out like tracking devices to get more Shiva furnaces in, um, then you're like most of your fire. Because you have to have max tracking to, have, to concentrate all your fire into its forward arc, ah. or else it kind of goes out to the side or behind you. And and also, like, there's a certain number of furnaces that where you're essentially regenerating every bit of your energy every second. So I was like, I was thinking that I could just, just constant barrage of hellfire and just 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 tear an Urquan up in like two seconds. I can't really do better than I was doing back when I was 14, hmm. just because of the design of the ship, and I was dis- bitterly disappointed. <laughs> So I did max out his turn, turning radius and acceleration, which is funny. Yes. All right, guys. Thanks for yes. another lunch. With, thanks for spending a year with us. If you haven't spent a year with us, uh, thanks a, for spending the next year with about us. Forty. I'd say there's probably 45 episodes of Lunch with Jim and A. Ron now. Probably something around that. Yeah. Because I know we missed a few. Sure. Um, because of technical problems or just schedule, but there's a lot. There's a lot. And there'll be a lot more in the future. So. Yes, we got the uh, another year at least. There'll be a Thanksgiving extravaganza. There'll be another Christmas decorating one. There'll be the gift giving one. We're gonna bust out the boozacopia again the right after this. The boozacopia. If you didn't see it last year, it's coming out. It's the cornucopia of booze that we do. We keep in this. Maybe we should go bigger. We should get a full size cornucopia and have full size bottles instead of airline bottles. Maybe we should turn these airline bottles into ornaments that we put on the tree. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> idea, and let's get twenty four of them, twenty five of them, and we'll do that's that'll be like our advent calendar. Every day we come in and we drink. We one. drink one. No, we'll need. We so taste them. Yeah, we'll we try fifty because I'm not. I'm not sharing an airline bottle of booze with yeah, you. Yeah, what's the point? All right, I'm in on that. We can go to right. uh, what's that? We'll need a bigger. We're gonna need a bigger tree. Gonna need a bigger tree. <laughs> Oof. All right. Fifth, that, yeah, that 50 little, booze bottles. Yeah, that thing's not going to hold 50 booze bottles. <laughs> it, but I, it would be cool. It, so we go to, what, Party Source, and we yeah. grab, like, just two Indiscriminately. of 25 Anything different... Anything that's a buck, you buy. Like, banana-flavored vodka, 99 Apple bananas, TVs. or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, like, all all the shit that you would never buy or right. buy. I, that's, that fits perfectly in our theme of... I've probably got, like, 25... Doing bo- drinks, too. I've probably got so. 25 airline bottles at home. Shit. Because that's my... Fl- that's, that's, that's the... Where do you get them? 
just they accumulate. Yeah, well, I, like I you just run into I airline bottles. But no, you can you can buy them, and that was kind of like my strategy when I was doing flying a lot of business class. I read an article where the TSA you can take as many of those in a Ziploc bag as you want because they're all under three ounces. And you know when that's it, such bullshit. So man. then when the stewardess goes around for Coke, it's like yes, I'll have a Coke and leave the can. Yeah, it's a good good way to spend your frequent flyer miles. All right, for real, we're out of here. Thanks for first yeah. making first year of lunch with Jim and Aaron special. We'll be back next week. See you guys. See ya.